0: at Hall Financial, Kyle and Mike, uh, this morning. And um, look, there actually is a lot to discuss. And, um, you know, the genesis of, I I guess, the subject matter here and kind of the route that we're going to go down literally just comes from a conversation that you and I were having in our office yesterday, and that is all of the changes that are going on with the PGA Tour, of course, in direct response to, you know, the Live Golf Tour, Live Golf, Live, whatever the heck you want to call it, um, and everything that's going on there, but, I see some real positives here as it pertains to the PGA tour. This was stuff I think needed to happen uh, for a long period of time. And it sucks that live was what kind of forced their hand, but I'm really glad to see some of these sweeping changes that are going to take place starting next year and move into the future.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, there, there's so many good changes here and and really, I think just from a fan perspective, that's what I think this all comes down to, you know, we can, it, it, we, we can all understand guys taking money from the Live. We can, we can understand that that'd be very tough to turn down. But at the same time, you know, all this comes down to is trying to put the best product out there. And, and really the only people who are suffering here because of Live and the PGA Tour are the fans and, and having these guys leave for the Live Tour and not be able to see them on the PGA Tour. So um, the fact that, that that these changes are coming, which should definitely help with some of that, Um, I hope that this just, you know, I don't think it will, but I I hope that this can, you know, be at the starting point of just ending all this live golf stuff, but, um, no, it's, it's really cool what they're doing. And I think the fact that there's going to be, uh, you know, all of these top players playing in these 20 plus events is going to be great
0: to watch. Well, that that's huge. I mean, and I thought Rory, Rory has been fantastic. I thought over the last several months, um, in handling this almost almost being like a de facto you know pr representative for the tour um but he had a couple of great comments i thought um when all of this came out he said i mean look we all are on our own individual schedule we all are out there doing our own thing we're booking events based off uh you know what our what we have going on in our lives and what we think is best for us but in reality You know, when people turn on golf, particularly some of the bigger events of the year, you know, like if you're watching the NFL, you don't want to watch whoever Patrick Mahomes' backup is. You want to watch Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, so you can't have all of these events where there's only two or three of the top guys, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, and then the rest of them are all sitting at home or taking the week off or playing at a different event or whatever it might be. It's great that, you know, they all recognize that, you know, they should be competing. They, they should have better leaderboards on Sundays, especially for some of these bigger elevated events, which I know that they uh, they're adjusting as well. But um, I thought that was great. I, I thought, you know, look, Phil has, you know, obviously dug his feet in and he took the money and he's uh, at live. And again, don't, you know, two different conversations don't really care about people taking money, do what you want to do. Don't obviously love the live and the structure and the, the watchability of it. Cause it's not good, but, Rory did say, like, Phil brought up decent points originally about what the tour needed to do and provide some of the lower tier guys with more money, um, you know, open up the the checkbook to a certain degree and make sure you're taking care of the people that matter. Um, now, Phil went about it in a, 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 you know, certain certainly crazy way, but I, I do love the fact that Rory and all these guys were open to it. They recognized it, and now they're starting to enact change, which is great.
1: Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, some of this stuff too is good in addition to the, to the event schedule and, and the adjustments there and, and the purses and whatnot. It's, it's kind of that, that line that we talk about in sports. Does the average fan care about how much money these guys are making or do, do they care about the, the tiny violin of, of, Hey, we're making uh $2 million instead of $4 million. I, I generally don't think so, but I mean, there are, just, just being being close to the tour and, and obviously I'm nowhere near as close to the tour as, as some people that we know, but I, a little range um,
0: work, I think you could get there for sure.. Yeah,
1: well, I mean just just having conversations with people around the tour, uh, there, there's certain things that even with some of the guys that I know that have played on tour that, that have you know, whether it's Monday qualified or you know fringe guys that have maybe gotten a chance type thing, Um, you know, you think of a guy like Donnie Trosper or Jake mean, or, uh, you know, certainly some of these, these qualifiers, um, you know, big Matt Visaki guys like that, right. They're, Mm -hmm. they're qualifying for tour events and Monday qualifying or, or, you know, getting status or sponsor exemption, however they might get it. And I, I, you know, at that level, I understand they have to pay for everything. They have to pay for their caddy travel, um, lodging, all of that. And I think that it's a, a good step in the right direction that the tour is now going to be giving five thousand dollars for everybody, every missed cut. Even if you miss a cut, they're going to hand you a check for five thousand dollars to help cover those expenses. I think that's a positive. Yep. I think that's 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 a really nice thing to do. And and in addition to that, they're going to have the guarantee minimum now of five hundred grand per player uh, for fully exempt members. You know, which which look if you're a fully exempt member on, on the tour the vast majority of the time, those guys are making more than 500 grand, even if you just only make a few cuts, but but my, whatever, the, the fact that they're at least guaranteeing this um, certainly as a way to combat the live is great. And, and I mean, how about some of these purses as well? I mean, these purses that we've seen over the years, maybe it was a tournament that had an $8 million purse or whatever. Now these tournaments are going to 20, $20 million, you know, twenty-five million dollars for the Players Championship, right? Twenty million dollars for all the the elevated events, such as the API and the Memorial, things like that. Um, I think that it's it's really um, forced the tour to to step up and and reach into their pockets and and throw more money out there because it's clear that guys are leaving for more money.
0: Yeah, a few thoughts certainly on the money, but uh, real quick, want to talk to you guys about. Our friends over at Hall Financial, of course, we've been talking about D Hall and their team uh, since really the inception of MDG. They've been huge supporters, not only of MDG, but of golf in the state of Michigan. And, you know, Mike has a big opinion on golf. You know, amateur golf in the state of Michigan has really, really increased and up the level of competition. There's a lot of tremendous players in our state. David Hall and the team at Hall Financial want to continue to support that support MDG. And, of course, uh, you know, make sure you go to callhallfirst.com. or give them a call at 866-CALL-HALL. If you're looking to refinance, looking to purchase a home, I literally just bought my second house uh, using Hall Financial. I've refinanced with them. They take great care of you. There's a reason they have over 5,000 five-star reviews. So make sure you check out callhallfirst.com. And, you know, I, I think you bring up a great point. I mean, the, the fact that at the beginning of a season, you know, I, I guarantee these guys down to the dollar, Are looking at okay? I can play in these events, so this the I'm gonna have to get 20 flights. I'm gonna have to get you know 20 different hotels. I'm you know they're looking at okay. This the expenses are going to be X for them to have a five hundred thousand dollar check, almost like a starter package, uh, if you will, to start planning all their travel all over the world um, for the season. I think is absolutely massive. It's something that they had to do, and I'm with you. I I don't need to do the the tiny violin of you know, all oh, these guys, are they're, they're struggling. You know, they're they're really, right. uh, man, they just can't make ends meet. Well, some guys certainly can't. But, you know, if, if you are one of those fringe tour players, you've yep. been in the top 130, top 125 for many years, you're still doing very, very well. And, you know, the, the thing that these guys would do is supplement what they would try and earn on the course by getting sponsors on their polos, by getting sponsored by, uh, you know, a title list, a Callaway, whatever it might be. So they are able to make... A little bit more money on the side, but I, I do agree that it needed to get to a point where hey, there's at least a guaranteed amount of money coming in either every single tournament you play in or just every single year as long as you're a tour card holder. And th- these are things that the tour is going to have to continue to do. I, I, you know, personally wonder what it's going to look like for you know guys who are you know competing in the in the U.S. Amateur. You know, how are they going to potentially go and pluck some of the top college players, some of the top amateurs uh, away and make sure that instead of taking the money and potentially going to live, which again, don't blame guys for doing that, but you want to make sure that those guys are on the path to the PGA Tour. So, what is that going to look like with the corn ferry? What's it going to look like with the tour? Is there going to be a certain amount of, you know, guaranteed money up front to at least start your path to getting your tour card? I think there's still plenty that can be discussed there, but either way, I mean, a, a huge positive to see all the changes so far from the other day.
1: What people need to realize as well is that that not every player on tour is Justin Thomas or yes. Colin Morikawa or John Rahm or you know even some of these these second tier type guys you know Harold Barner or, or uh, you know Cam Davis or Keegan Bradley who you know just off the top of my head you know guys that have had good years right. Not everyone is – that's not every player on tour who's just comfortable and making good money. I mean, there are a lot of Brian Stewards and Ryan Brems and, uh, you know, Vaughn Taylor and and guys that have just been really grinding to keep their card, Matt Wallace, right? I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that are like that, that, that have to grind every single week and travel and yep. – um, and, and again, there's no tiny violin here. These guys are playing golf for a living at the, at the highest p- possible level. But the fact that, that they're going to be kind of combating the live like this, I think is a good step in the right direction. And, and no, I, I don't think that the live golf tour is a good product. I don't, I, I think that it's tough to watch. I think that the 54 whole stuff is just stupid. Um, I, I think that from a fan perspective, I want to watch go purse. This is me personally. I want to watch golf that means something. I want to watch sports yeah. that means something and that you're competing for something. If you took, and I give this example, if you took away the Super Bowl and you just told me, Hey, all these, all these NFL teams are just going to be playing for, for money this year. That's it. They're just, if they, if they play well, they make more money. I, I'm sorry. It's, it's not, a, it's not, I'm not going to want to watch it. It's not as good of a product. I want to watch ultimately players compete to win meaningful events and historic events. Uh, tradition events and stuff that matters. Um, if, if you took away just the World Series and it was just baseball teams playing, okay, if, if the Tigers beat the A's, uh, each player on the team makes an extra 200 grand. And that's what we're watching. Like, I, I don't care. You know, that's great. They're making more money. But I ultimately want to watch teams compete to win meaningful championships and, and, and meaningful events. So from that perspective, I I don't know how the live makes it. But um, even with what the tour is doing here with, with these elevated events, so the top 20 yeah. players, the top players are going to be defined as players who finish in the top 20 under the current player impact program and players who finish in the top 20 under the revised PIP criteria, which is interesting because that means they're not just taking the top 20 in the FedEx <laughs> Cup standings. They're they're taking the top 20 in terms of this player impact stuff, which is interesting in itself. But um those 20 players are committing to at least a 20-event PGA Tour schedule, which is going to include the following. 12, And I'll read this verbatim. 12 elevated events, FedEx Cup playoffs at St. Jude, BMW Tour Championship, the Genesis, the Arnold Palmer, the Memorial, the Match Play, the Century Tournament of Champions in Hawaii, and then they're going to also be announcing four additional elevated events, um, purses of at least $20 million. Uh, We'll get to that in a second. In addition to that, the, the, all these guys, all of these 20, will be playing in the Players' Championship, the Masters, the PGA, the U.S. Open, the Open Championships. That's 17 total from what I just read. And then there's going to be an additional three tour events that these players are going to have to choose to play. So they're trying to give some love to, you know, tournaments like the 3M and the Rocket and things like that. So um, the fact that that there's going to be this many um Tournaments that we're going to see all these guys in is great, and I'll be very curious, very curious to see what these four to be announced elevated events are. I'd be stunned if if Scottsdale isn't one of them, um, and and I, I would venture to guess probably the Scottish Open will be one of them. But but it's going to be in- interesting to see what those four additional elevated events are.
0: No, that's fantastic, and obviously there's some other news with, with Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. I want to get to that in a second, but of course. We got the tour championship getting underway this week. And, um, you know, I, <laughs> I actually liked, uh, you know, what Patrick Cantley said after he ended up winning the BMW on Sunday, uh, he was asked about the format, you know, getting a bunch of strokes and, you know, the, you know, the, the first place uh, player, which is Scotty Scheffler this year is starts at 10 under par. And, you know, the next guy's behind and the next guy, you know, he said, it's probably a flawed system. And that's coming from a guy who won fifteen million dollars last year when he actually ended up winning the whole uh, FedEx Cup playoffs? Um, but either way, it's going to be good drama. A-, a lot of the top players are right there, and of course, uh, if you're going to be doing your betting, make sure you do it with our friends over at WinBet. WinBet bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports and casino betting. Boosted parlays, live in-game odds on every single major sport. They have what you need to win. You can place bets on games for any major sport. They have multiple markets for every golf. Tournament. Sign up today and after placing your first $100 wager, you'll receive $100 to bet with. Use code XMDG. That's $100 wager. You'll receive $100 to bet with. There's an additional $50 casino bonus for the Michigan audience. No better way to enjoy sports and with some extra winnings in your pocket to use for all your favorite bets. Betting is a team sport. Join the win bet team and bet with the best. And of course, there's a lot of intrigue, like I was saying this week. And you know, I want to get your thoughts on this and I certainly hope I'm not stealing your thunder because we haven't talked about who we think is going to win. But I do think that the FedEx Cup playoffs has a way of making sure that they take care of, and it's partially the way that they're structured, but taking care of guys who were clearly the top players throughout the entire season. And I think it's fitting that, that Scotty Scheffler is right there at the top at 10 under. Is he playing as well as he was when he was just on that high, that hot streak uh, earlier in the season? No, but I I would venture to guess. I just think it's very, very fitting that, that Scotty Scheffler is going to walk away with the win. And I know I'm taking the top dog. I'm taking the favorite. I I totally get it. But um, I I see Scotty Scheffler culminating his season with a win this week at the tour championship. I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah,
1: I I agree. I mean, it, it, and, you know, I've been telling people for years now about Scheffler. So it, it's, it's number one, it's no surprise to me. Number two, it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, really. I mean, Scotty Scheffler was the number one junior player in the world. He was the number one college player in the world. He was the number one amateur in the world. He was the number one corn fairy player in the world. And now, now he's by far the number one PGA player in the world. You know, so it's, it really shouldn't be a surprise that he's playing as well as he is. And, and he's had a tremendous year, just, just historic, just a, you know, uh, an absolutely fantastic season and having this, what is it? A, what is he getting like a four shot lead going into today?
0: Um I think it's a two shot. I think it's 10 under, then eight under, then six under, and then on down.
1: I mean, it's, yeah, I, I, I think he's been playing well too. Even when he, I, I'd be curious to look up the stats in terms of his top fives this year too, because even when he hasn't won, he's been right there. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, last week was a great example of that. I, I I'd be, I, I certainly would be surprised if, if he doesn't win. Um and I hope he does. I like Shepler a lot. I think he comes across as a very relatable, very likable, uh not not super flashy or, or cocky or anything like that, but very just a very likable player and, and just a, a fantastic one. I, I do hope he wins over over a guy like Patrick
0: Cantley, of course. The the other guy, and I, I wouldn't expect Cantley to win back to back FedEx Cup playoffs, but Um, you know, the other two guys that really stand out to me, um, Xander Schauffele said a great season, um, and has kind of, you know, started to, to string some wins together. And then, I mean, you want to talk about storyline of all storylines, just based on everything that's been going on. And, you know, we talked about earlier, you know, in in the podcast, Rory McIlroy being such a spokesman for the tour. I mean, what a great story that would be if he were able to win, uh, the FedEx cup playoffs. Uh, in the tour championship this weekend, but, uh, either way, uh, going to be some intriguing golf, certainly some great names out there. And, you know, want to wrap this up here with I guess the discussion on the other part of, of this PGA tour evolution, whatever you want to call it, but the, the tomorrow golf league, uh, TMRW, you know, what the TGL, I, I mean, there's a million different names for it, but Rory McIlroy and uh, tiger woods are going in on this Monday night golf. Um, you know, a, a prime time two hour event. Is it a simulator? Is it a screen? Is I, I have no idea really ultimately what it's going to be, but, um, should make for some compelling television. And, uh, look, anytime there's more golf on TV, especially in prime time, I, I think people yeah. are going to be intrigued. So, I, you know, hopefully, I know it's a couple of years away, 2024, but I hope this ends up being a really cool thing. And I think fans will gravitate toward it. Yeah. And, and I think
1: it's, you know, staying ahead of the technology in the future is is of course big in the digital age. I mean, I, I'll give you an example. I'm watching the European Masters this morning on the Golf Channel, and 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 I enjoy. You know, look the PGA Tour and the lit and now the live and all these top names and stuff. And and I get that's the mainstream stuff. But I I really have even the past year or two taken a, a huge interest in watching more amateur golf i watched the usam last week i thought it was tremendous i thought it was an absolutely fantastic back nine um but but i've really taken an interest in watching more uh amateur golf and and even european and dp world tour and these other ones and they said something on this broadcast about the european masters here which is just a beautiful setting in the swiss alps but um there were there was a guy he was just playing and, and he actually qualified think about this qualified for a professional tournament it was based on a a um, qualification that took place on a simulator and I have, I had never heard that before they actually gave a spot in the tournament to a simulator quali- qualification uh Experience. And and I, I thought that was just pretty crazy to me, but that, that really is uh, just speaks to the level of technology that we're continuing to see in the game of golf and how it's going to be evolving. And and even when you just look at how golf has evolved from a data standpoint, people 20, 30 years ago were nowhere near as as worried or even, quite frankly, they, they weren't even cognizant of things like ball speed, launch angle, <laughs> swing speed. They, they literally weren't. You know, and, and I talk to my dad about this a lot. I mean, people, golfers 20, 30 years ago, were are not even thinking about stuff like this, literally. So, I mean, it's, it's just fascinating to see how it's evolved.
0: No, there's no doubt. Obviously, look forward to, uh, to watching some of those primetime events. And, uh, of course, want to make sure that we mention uh, our great partners and friends over at Coppercraft Distillery over on the west side of the state in Holland, Michigan. Um, you know, look forward to those Monday nights and, uh, you know, pouring a little Copper Craft and enjoying uh, whatever Tiger Woods and Rory McElroy, uh and some of these other stars are going to put together. But, of course, football season is getting underway as well. want to encourage you guys to support your local football team um, and, and check out this uh, – it's a blue canned cocktail, Honolulu Blue, uh, in support of, uh, you know, the Detroit football team. And, of course, uh, want to make sure that we're – uh, enjoying some of that poured over ice, drink it out of the can, whatever it is. But uh, either way, going to be a very exciting time. And it's cool to see Coppercraft really entrench themselves in the Metro Detroit area. So make sure you go and ask about some of their products next time you're at your local liquor store or convenience store. But uh, Mike, uh, that'll do it, I guess, uh, you know, for another episode of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Obviously look forward to uh, watching the tour championship this weekend. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, one of those stars comes out on top Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility.